Hello, everyone. This is Jeffrey Harris reporting for 411. This is uh, the 411 Wrestling Interviews podcast. And today I have the MLW star, a member of the dynasty, the Caribbean heavyweight champion, Richard Holiday, who has graciously taken the time to speak with us today uh, through the coronavirus uh, outbreak. Uh, Richard, how are you? Well, Jeffrey, I'm doing okay. You left out a few of my monikers. Um, AirPod God should have been stated. Consumers Champion should have been stated. Most marketable. You had a lot of opportunities to you know, properly introduce me, but you didn't. And that's okay uh, because there's, you know, the, the world is in a very difficult place right now with all this virus scare and COVID-19. So I will give you a pass on that one. But for, for future interviews, please, I would like the entirety of my introduction. I apologize, Richard. It's been a very stressful week, but I mean, it's gotten that much brighter now that I'm talking to you. Well, I can only imagine. So, uh, how are you and the Dynasty handling things? Uh, on March 15th, MLW issued a, a 45-day temporary suspension of events um, due to the coronavirus, which sort of it sort of shut down the whole world right now. But how are you guys handling it? Well, the Dynasty does a group FaceTime every single night just to stay relevant with each other. And I think that we're actually getting closer as a unit, uh, which is scary. So that's what we do. You know, we just discuss what's going on. We still discuss branding and marketing and, you know, how we can improve upon the Dynasty. You know, the little improvements that we could even possibly um, fathom making. But that's what we're doing currently. So we're staying relevant with each other, which in, in these times is very important. Now, uh, before like sort of the whole world was shut down, we had the AAA versus MLW Super Series card. Uh, both you and Alex Hammerstone were in action that night. You both successfully uh, defended your titles, uh, as to be expected, of uh, the Dynasty. So how did that show go off uh, for you gentlemen? And another, another uh, successful night for you guys. Well, if you think about it, MLW and AAA probably put on the last major professional wrestling event. Um, going on right now. I mean, we had 5,000 consumers packed into the arena, and the Dynasty went out there and did what the Dynasty does, and that's steal the show, be the top guys, go out there, defend our championships gracefully um, with pride and sportsmanship, as we always do, and represent at MLW the best that we possibly can. So, you know, we're just continuing to make history from a company standpoint, from a dynasty standpoint from an individual standpoint so overall it was, it was quite successful and and me and hammerstone continue to talk about how great that night was do you think the fact that you defended that caribbean title does that cement the fact that it is in, in fact your title even though mlw and savio vega have claimed that it was stolen well i never thought of it as anything other than mine ever since i had it so no i, I don't think that this one particular match had any you know, validation or, you know, solidification behind it whatsoever. It was always mine. It's been mine. I defended it truthfully. So to answer your question uh, abruptly, no, I, I, I don't agree with that vantage point whatsoever. Now, on the last episode of Fusion, uh, you had the match with uh, Blue Meanie. You got beer misted by Mance Warner, uh, and you lost the match to Blue Meanie uh, via countout. What do you have to say about Mance Warner at this time? Well, Mance Warner's a drunk. Uh, he's an intoxicated idiot. He makes rash decisions. I, I, I still can't get over the fact that he 
decided to spit disgusting beer in my face, just a mixture of his saliva and, and d- disgusting scum of the earth uh, beverage such as beer combining to, to, to miss my beautiful face, my dynastic face. It was really a travesty, and my lawyer slash my father is, is working diligently against the MLW legal team to try and get some you know ramifications for this because it's not right. I think you can agree it's not right. The consumers who saw it on television know it's not right, and so did the live audience of consumers. You know, I was doing I was doing really nothing. I was just trying to you know share a beverage with Mance Warner, kind of like uh, extending the olive branch. I, I thought that that was a way for him and I to bond and, and maybe grow closer. But, you know, I opened the beer can and I realized that, wow, this smells terrible. So I didn't really want to drink it. So I thought the next best thing would be to pour it out. Uh, I didn't think anything of it, but man's apparently did. And I'd prefer not to talk about it any further than this. Okay, so you don't – I don't even think that really counts as a loss, you know, because it was like a count out. So technically it didn't even happen, right? Oh, well, notice how I didn't even discuss the win or the loss, and that's because it's completely irrelevant. It's not a loss. In fact, I think it's a victory because we all know what would have happened to the Blue Meanie. So it's a victory for the Blue Meanie's future, right? Is the Blue Meanie's well-being? Because who knows what would have happened when I would I when I would have gotten back into the ring? So. No, absolutely not a loss on my record whatsoever, not even in the history books. Couldn't be less relevant. What do you make of Mance Warner? Is he jealous of the dynasty? Does he want what you guys have, what he can't have? The you know, the looks, uh, the money, the lawyer slash father, the ability, the skills, the titles. Something that I think would elude a, a gentleman such as Mance Warner. Well, if I was an empathetic person, which I'm not, but if I was, I would empathize with the fact that he grew up, you know, poor, broken, ugly. So anybody who grows up poor, broken, ugly is bound to be jealous, especially when you're in the presence of somebody such as Richard Holiday or Hammerstone or Gina Medina. When you're breathing rarefied air for the first time ever, like Nance Warner started to breathe in that air, it, all it does is just invoke jealousy and rage. So do I blame him? Yes, because he's a loose cannon and shouldn't even be employed by the company whatsoever. But do I kind of understand where maybe he's coming from? Yeah, I do. I'm intelligent enough to understand that jealousy is a real thing, and some people don't know how to handle that emotion. Do you think Mance Warner embodies toxic masculinity? No, I think he embodies toxicity. Mm-hmm. Masculinity, masculinity. I would, I would argue uh, heavily. Now, Mance Warner also laid out a challenge uh, to the dynasty this week. He wants to face uh, MJF uh, in an empty arena, loser leaves town challenge. Do you think MJF will accept this challenge? Uh, yeah, I think MJF will probably accept just so he can beat the ever living you know what out of Mance Warner because Mance is just an idiot. And I know, I know the way that Max feels about him. We discuss it all the time. You know, he's a low-life scum of the earth. Go back to Bucks, North Tennessee, where you belong, and stay out of this business that the dynasty um, is dominating right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that'll be, that'll be easy pickings for Max. Speaking of domination, you know, the, donis- the dynasty excuse me, are dominating the rankings. You in uh, Hammerstone. Hammerstone's number one. You're number six. 
So what is next for the dynasty? Is it time to bring in that world heavyweight title to the fold? Well, I think first and foremost, that number six is just a little bit, um, I don't know. I think that, I think if you read between the lines, it's, it's a little vague, right? Like number six, really? Like, did they just purposely do that? So they don't allude to the consumers that me and Hammerstone are really just one and one a, you know, did they just do that to be subdued? I'm not sure. I'm not mad at them though. You know, I understand business is business, but the, the MLW world heavyweight championship will eventually be in the dynasty's possession. That is an absolute fact. Um, no doubt about it. Whether it's Hammerstone, whether it's myself, whether it's Gino, it doesn't matter. It's going to be around the waist of a dynasty member. I really think you guys are becoming sort of the cornerstone of MLW, and I think they've done a great job of of branding, you know, the dynasty as sort of like the premier stable of the organization. And you and you are, I think, some of the premier athletes to watch right now uh, in MLW. Uh, how does that make you guys feel that you, you know you guys are becoming like the faces of this organization? Well, it's what we knew all along, you know, when the dynasty first started, we knew that we were the top guys. We knew that we were unmatched in terms of talent, unmatched in terms of articulation skills, unmatched in terms of promo skills, unmatched in terms of backstage vignette skills. We're just simply unmatched. Anything that you give the dynasty, we completely knock out of the park and leave the consumers talking for hours on end, for days, for weeks. People on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Reddit, wherever, they're talking about the dynasty. We are completely synonymous with Major League Wrestling. And Major League Wrestling is synonymous with the dynasty. Uh, one hand is, is washing the other, as I like to say. And that promotes a good business relationship. And while there are a lot of things that I don't agree with MLW, like, for one, employing somebody like Mance Warner or allowing Lou Meany to even enter a facility, that's beyond me. But in terms of business, MLW is an absolute premier promotion, and we are driving the ship right now. Now, how? what is your routine like under this whole coronavirus sort of uh, quarantine? Do, do you have a routine or anything? Well, it's a lot of working out, it's a lot of coffee, it's a lot of studying, it's a lot of marketing, it's a lot of branding, it's a lot of everything that you think I would be doing. So my life really isn't changing all too much. I'm just avoiding society maybe a little bit more than I typically do. Do you are you able to like keep fit and continue to exercise at home? Is that how you handle it during during this whole sort of ordeal? Yeah, I mean, I literally look fantastic. Um, <laughs> my body is is in prime condition right now. And, you know, all I need is a nice 91 Hogan fan and I can get on TV immediately. But, yeah, of course, I'm very fit. I'm very functional. And this will not affect me. I will say this. This will affect a lot of people. When shows start popping up across the country, you're going to see a lot of people who used to be kind of sort of in shape and now they're just going to be fat. And that's going to be because of this virus, because they got lazy, because they couldn't be creative, because they didn't know how to push their body. That is the last thing you have to worry about with me. Now, uh, what do you like uh, to drink in terms of uh, coffee? Do you have a preferred blend? Do you like to go to Starbucks? Uh, tell us about that. Well, actually, uh, if you don't mind, right now, I'm going to make myself a cup of coffee. Uh, go ahead. During the, uh, yeah, during the midst of this interview. Um, I'm sure you don't mind. So, Not at all. Yeah, so why don't you just hang on a second there, pal? Okay. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and make myself a cup of coffee because I want one. <laughs> I, I don't like to talk when I'm brewing my coffee, oh, so for sure. just be quiet for a second.
that, that's not good. Oh, there's nothing like that aroma of a fresh brewed cup of coffee just filling the air. That is the first time this has ever happened in the history of this podcast, so I'm actually quite honored. Well, I'm a history maker. I mean, what did you expect out of me? You think I'm going to just come on this podcast no. and do the same old routine that you do with every other schmuck they have on? No. No, not at I'm, all. I'm Richard Holiday. I'm the AirPod God. And if I want a cup of coffee, well, then, you know, I'm going to have myself a cup of coffee and I'm going to have a sip right now. Uno momento. I've been teaching myself Spanish. You know, ever since I recruited Gino to the dynasty, I've been teaching myself Spanish. And you will see when my, um, when my match does air from Tijuana that I deliver a perfect monologue to the Spanish consumers in Spanish. They really, really appreciated it. And, you know, from a branding perspective, it was fantastic. But uh, I'm sorry for, for getting you off track here. I hope that you're good enough to rebound and, and position this interview to where it should be going. But I have my coffee now, so we're all set. So tell us about that uh, that card in, uh, in Tijuana. Did you feel like you won over the fans? Uh uh, in Me- in uh, in Mexico against Chessman. Well, the consu- the consumers. Um, yes. yes, I did win over the consumers. Of course, I did. This is the second time that they saw me live and in person. I know that they watch MLW every week on TV if they can afford it. But live and in person, seeing Richard Holiday live is an experience. It's the ultimate consumer experience. I've been saying that for years. So when I go to Tijuana. I don't do anything different than what I do in America. I deliver the ultimate consumer experience. I win them over. I turn fans into consumers, and they leave happy. They leave ecstatic. They leave and they tell, you know, their their esposas and their esposos, that's husbands and wives, if they're married in Spanish, how much they loved me. You know, hombres will tell their niños. You know, fathers will tell their daughters, this Richard Holiday guy is unbelievable. So, yeah, I, I would say I won them over. Do you have any tips for the consumers during this time about social distancing and how they can practice better social distancing, like the, like the dynasty? Well, social distancing is incredibly important. And what I would do is I would stay in your houses as much as you possibly can. Don't interact with anybody. Uh, utilize technology to the best that you can, i.e. Uber Eats, Grubhub. Um, there's plenty of um, apps out there where you can actually order your groceries. So stay eight feet away from people. The government is telling you six. Go the extra mile. Stay eight feet away. Wear gloves. Wear a mask. Sanitize. Do your part because my economy right now is not doing well. The economy is, is taking a huge hit, and it's because of all the people who are not listening to social distancing and not staying home. Listen to the doctors, listen to the government officials, and we'll get through this. This economy will bounce back, and we're going to be fine, and that's my honest opinion. I get the sense from all the members of the dynasty that you guys want to be the leaders. You were never content to be the followers in any walk of life. Is that accurate? Yes. Are you insinuating something? I just feel like you gentlemen have taken, like you've taken your careers like by the necks and like you're, you've taken control of your careers and you want control of your own destiny. And that's why the dynasty is what it is. Well, 
I alluded to that before. I said that this group of individuals, we came together and we said, we are the best. We are the premier talent. The cream always rises, and it's not going to take us very long to rise whatsoever. So, yes, March, I believe it was March 17th, I tweeted out that it was a one-year anniversary of the dynasty. March 17th, and here we are, March 26th, and we are absolutely, undoubtedly the forefront of the company. We are the needle, the needle movers for MLW. We are the ones that they are featuring segment after segment, lifestyles of the rich and dynastic, match after match. That's what MLW is all about right now. Yes, it's a fusion. Yes, there's Lucha Libre. Yes, there's death deathmatch wrestling. Yes, there's hardcore. Yes, you know there's there's guys like Jacob Fatu who are fantastic, and I'll give them that. But this company is officially predicated on the dynasty, and I, I wouldn't be so surprised if my lawyer slash my father agrees to rebrand this and gets MLW to rebrand uh, MLW. To DLW, which would be Dynasty League Wrestling, which is something I'm working on. I support this idea. Now that uh, Gino Medina has uh, joined the group, would you be open to other people ever joining the group again, or do you like do you like the dynamic of the Dynasty the way it is right now? When I go into recruitment mode, it's out of not necessity. I never recruit out of necessity. I recruit based off of opportunity. And I recruited Gino Medina to the dynasty. That was a hand selection by me. And I felt that we needed to penetrate the Latino market and expand our demographic reach. We did not need to do that, but that was something that I felt was an opportunity for the dynasty to do. So he was a very smooth transition in. So in terms of your question, I don't actively recruit. I actively look for opportunities. And when the opportunity arises, then recruitment mode goes into play. Okay, so do you have a message for Mance Warner right now? If he were no. here right now, would you say anything to him? Nope. All right. Uh, and uh, last thing, uh, uh, Richard, if you have uh, any plugs, any social media plugs, uh, any T-shirt or merchandise uh, you want to share with the fans, I uh, wanted to give you the time to go ahead and do that, and we'll wrap this up. You know, Jeffrey, it's funny. We've been doing this 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 podcast for we're coming up on twenty minutes now, and yes, there was a short coffee break where um, we didn't speak. But you would think that at this point, you would think at this point, you would understand that they are not fans, consumers. They are consumers. I apologize. It's okay. Now you can go ahead and rephrase the question to me. Okay. Would you like to share? Reach out to the consumers. For the, for the wonderful consumers uh, to let them know how they can find you on social media or if they would like to buy any merchandise uh, for the Dynasty or Richard Holiday and where they can best find that or or engage, or how the consumers can better engage with Richard Holiday and the Dynasty. Yes, absolutely. I'd be happy to answer that question. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Most Marketable. Um, there is no Facebook option for me. Please don't even search me. Then you can find my T-shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com right now. I have two really dynastic designs between the AirPod God and the Consumer Buck shirt, both highly fashionable, both will improve your life. You will breathe rarefied air when you're wearing the shirt, and when you take them off, you will not. So just keep that in mind. That's my disclaimer. And then, of course, you can buy the Dynasty shirt on MLWShop.com. He is Richard Holiday. He is the Caribbean heavyweight champion. He is the AirPod God. He is 
of the dynasty, and he is taking over the world in MLW. Here is to Dynasty League Wrestling. Uh, Richard, uh, thank you so much for your time today, and uh, hope we're going to be seeing you back in the ring soon. You're welcome, man. Yeah, I'll be back in that ring soon, but when it's safe. Yes, when it's safe. Thank you, and uh, you've been listening to Jeffrey Harris and Richard Holiday on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast.